0: Hello my spiritual hot gals. Hello my spiritual hot moms and welcome back to a new episode of the spiritual hot mom shit podcast. I am your host Marissa Lace and today in this episode we are going to be diving into some of the magic that was my birthday that is my birthday, that was the year of 28. I want to say thank you for your patience over the past week and a half. Knowing that my birthday was coming up, you guys, I was in such deep reflection. And really like this deep 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 just like gratitude but also just like awe almost in my own life. I if you have been part of the Lace family and watching the vlogs and you know you've just been with me on my self-love journey or done my courses or anything over the years, you will have known how much my life has transformed and how much I've transformed. Um I think it's easy to if you've like just found my Instagram or found my TikTok or you know maybe you just found me through the spiritual hot mom page or the spiritual hot momship podcast you could like be really new to all of this but I have been so deep into the work of self-love transformation healing and really a student of my own life for I think close to seven or eight years now so like It is so beautiful to witness not only the work that I have created through my own healing, but then to see the magic that I've created through my own healing and, you know, all of these things in life are just so beautiful and they deserve so deeply to be witnessed and seen and honored. So I cannot believe I'm turning 29. That is so fun. I am not someone who fears aging or like feels weird about getting older. I still have not had any Botox or fillers or anything like that. And I've always said I would wait till I was 30. But now that 30 is next year, I'm still kind of like, huh, I don't know if I really want it. Which I think it looks beautiful on most people. I just have a deathly fear of needles, let alone in my face. Shout out to Labor. (laughs) And I just wanted to sit down with you guys and kind of chat a little bit. About some of the things that I've been sitting on and thinking about, and really just I feel so much clarity with this birthday. I feel so much clarity with this birthday. And I wanted to remind you guys that we do have the birthday sale open right now just for a couple more hours. Um, I decided to extend it. So if you were someone who was hesitating, this is your sign. But I have created the portal volume two, which has nine of my self-love manifestation courses, nine of my courses. There's over a hundred videos, over 20 meditations, endless journal practices, embodiment practices, everything from video trainings to audio trainings and There is so much magic in there. There is courses from Date Like a Goddess to my foundational course, Year of You, to my course on motivation and removing fear and procrastination with Go Get Em Goddess. There is Like Honey, the foundation, so month one from February of Like Honey. There is also March Like Honey for a Radiance Reset. There is truly just so much goodness in that bundle, and I love creating... The portal, I've created it once before, so this is volume two, it's new courses, and I love creating little bundles like this once or twice a year, really for anyone who is feeling like they're in a transitional time in life, if they are feeling disconnected from themselves. And, you know, even if you come into motherhood and you feel like, wow, I've really discovered myself, it's also for people like you don't have to be at rock bottom to be doing the work, which I think is a misconception that a lot of people have. What I have realized and what becoming a mother has shown me so deeply as just a beautiful reminder is that you are so much more than just who you are for everyone else. You are so much more than just who you are for everyone else. And that is so beautiful to really like take that in. And that's whether you're someone's lover or partner or you are a mom or you just define yourself by all your career success. It really comes down to my work in this world is supporting and guiding women to connecting to their inner goddess, to loving themselves deeper to unapologetically create their dream life. And teaching on self-love, teaching on true healing, teaching on really this beautiful idea of manifestation and how our relationship with ourself is really a direct access to seeing our true relationship with love, our true relationship with money, our true relationship with other women, All of these things come back to the foundation of self that I teach in these courses and I'm just so grateful every day to get to just work with thousands and thousands of women who have now taken these courses and I just love you guys. So I will have a link down below and that'll be open just for a couple more hours. So if you're listening to this, check the link. And sometimes I extend things just feeling like "Mm, I can feel there's a handful of people still needing to get in. So I wanted to remind you guys about that. And now let's jump into the episode. Let's just dive in my honeys. So I decided Literally on the 5th of April that I was going to go to Palm Springs. I absolutely love Palm Springs. If you guys don't know, I used to be a huge Joshua Tree girl. And now that I've gotten older, I really love Palm Springs. So I still love Joshua Tree. It has a very special place in my heart. I've done so much work there, so much healing there. And when I say that, when I say healing, when I say like the work, it's just like every day it's different. I think this idea of healing is really like marketed right now and I want to point out that it's going to look different for every single person but in examples of like some of the healing I've done is I always like would go to Joshua Tree alone and really like face this part of me that feared being alone. Face this part of me that you know thought that I I don't know, I was missing something, and I always like would feel really lonely, and I just made myself sit in it and embrace it, and I'll never forget about... Three or four years ago, I went to Joshua Tree one time and I actually made a list of everyone that I had dated within the past like maybe year or two and I made a list of everyone I had been dating and what they had in common and what I liked about them, what the patterns were and really just like seeing it all face to face and seeing it all and facing it all and that's really what the healing work is of just owning to yourself of everything that feels good, everything that feels awesome. Off, and everything that you're carrying around that is not yours to hold. And, you know, perfect example of just like this dating pattern of looking head on. And really, the pattern that I didn't want to see was really that I was dating people who just were not fully available, but it's so easy to speak and talk on like, oh, someone else not seeing us, someone else not honoring our emotions, someone else not showing up for us, someone else, you know, making us feel, you know, like just we're not seen, loved or respected. But the the biggest joke of it all is that I didn't want a relationship at all. I did not want a relationship at all and I had been in this like mindset loop and trap as a as a woman in this day and age of thinking that like women are not taught that you are allowed to date and you are allowed to meet new people and you are allowed to be in a relationship with yourself. You are allowed to be in a relationship with yourself and focused on yourself. And that chapter of my life, that chapter of dating myself, focusing on myself, and also the chapter of just going out and having fun and going on many dates and dating many people at a time, like... Both of those chapters were huge to me. And even when I moved to the mountain, I was still in that phase of dating different people and just having fun. And when I say just having fun, I mean that there was no expectation. There was no expectation. I showed up for the love that I had, that I wanted, and that was within myself. I myself was the prize. I was the prize. Um, I was not worried about if someone liked me. There was no like date anxiety of oh, like what if this is awkward? How is this gonna go? Like what if I don't hear from them? It all was just fun. It all was just so fun and that's exactly how I would describe like my dating experiences once I moved back to LA the second time everything was just fun. I had these men where like for our second dates they were like taking me on trips and we were like on one of my dates we like took mushrooms together in Joshua Tree and I one of the books that I'm writing is actually about all of my love stories and all of the men that I got to witness and experience in this life and you know only the ones that felt like true connections I think that we have multiple soulmates in this life and um having multiple soulmates and having multiple karmic relationships that are meant to show you pieces of yourself that are meant to guide you to other loves that are meant to guide you home to yourself um I've been getting off on a tangent now about the dating thing but I used to go to Joshua Tree a lot so now I'm in Palm Springs I'm staying at the Sands Uh, hotel and spa which this is actually where I found out that I was pregnant um which was so beautiful and I've never really spoken on like the full details of that trip so maybe I'll do that very soon but I just had the most magical time I will say the Sands Hotel is really not my favorite anymore um I have no idea what's going on here, but it feels like we're in some sort of like little vortex and there's moments of really greatness in the vortex and then you get out of it and you're like, what is going on here? So, I have just been sitting in the sun. I have been just in deep gratitude. I have been facing or FaceTiming Mr. Manifested and Baby Shrimp all the time. They're having some daddy-daughter time and it is just so beautiful one thing about me is i've always loved traveling alone i've always loved going on little mini trips little mini staycations and just having a couple days of being alone and being um either alone or with my girlfriends on this trip. I had a friend, um, also come to Palm Springs and we were in different rooms and she's pregnant. And so we would have little moments by the pool together, little moments for lunch. Um, and I, I think on this trip, I realized how beautiful and how powerful it is that I am surrounded by people who love me and, honor how I love myself. I am surrounded by people who love me and love me for loving myself. And a perfect example of that is I was worried about going on this trip that Um, my grandparents would judge me and be like, you know, what about Lila? Like, uh, you're, you know, you're just going to leave Lila, like with James or, you know, that James was going to be like, oh my gosh, like, why would you want to go do that? Or, you know, have all these questions. Um, and it was a very, very like small sliver of me that was worried about that. But the moment that I told everyone that I wanted to do that, they were so excited for me they were so excited for me. And James asked if he could, if I could send, you know, the bill for the hotel to him and he would love to cover it. And, you know, saying that anything that I want to do at the hotel, like just tell him and he'll cover it. And, my grandparents just telling me to tell James that if he needs anything while you know I'm gone that they're there and saying you know that would be so good for you like you love to go on little trips that would be so so good Um, and I haven't done anything like that since Lila's been born I And even towards the end of my pregnancy, the third trimester, I would go to maybe Idaho a couple times, maybe I think twice to be with my family and go see some of my dear friends before baby came. Um, And I also went to Idaho one time to get an ultrasound, but that's for another time. Um, And just to really see and witness that The people in my life really do love me for me and even my dear friend who, you know, was also here. Um, Just to really surround yourself with people who see you for you and love you for you is so powerful and I think we really underestimate it. I think we underestimate it because we fear being alone like more than we fear surrounding ourselves with people who make us question our worth or question our life or question our choices and we fear being alone more than we fear living out of alignment and I would rather be alone and you know only have my partner and my daughter or you know even say this like my partner who I love more than anything I even if one day that relationship were to feel out of alignment, that relationship would not be feeling true. I think that what we remember is, or what we forget, forget to remember, is that not everything has to last forever to be beautiful. Not everything has to last forever to be beautiful. And I am just always in such deep gratitude for my partner And Mr. Manifested because my intention with that relationship is just to show up every day choosing the relationship. And what that means and what that looks like is on the hard days, on the ugly days, on the days that, you know, you want to be petty or you want to bicker or something that they're doing is bothering you, I remind myself how much I do love him. And the freedom in my life that he gives me to be myself, and how much he really does see me in this life for exactly who I am, and he loves me so deeply for it. Oh, I do not want to cry. I feel like I cry in every episode, but I, um, I. Think, feel, and know that a lot of the time as women, we enter relationships and we stay in relationships just because we are and we have, meaning we stay in relationships just because it's the relationship that we're in and we fear being alone. And being in the relationship that I am now, I am just so grateful for this human and I am so in love with this human. And to know that Mr Manifested not only of course is one of my soulmates, but he feels like my big love in this life without any doubt. But also to know that he his purpose also part of our soulmate relationship was Lila, was our daughter. part of our soulmate relationship was to create this little soul and have our love manifested, you know, a physical manifestation. So I don't even remember what I, oh, now I do. I remember I was talking about, about how I came to Palm Springs, felt really seen, supported, and loved by my people. And, you know, they FaceTimed me, James and Lila went over to my grandparents' house and um, they FaceTimed me, they had gotten cupcakes and were singing me happy birthday. And I was just by the pool, just crying, watching them um, sing me happy birthday. It was the cutest thing I had ever seen. And to see the life that I have created and to see that this is my reality. And I think and feel and know that A lot of the time, one of the biggest realizations that I've had during this time of just reflection and introspection is just, I have such a beautiful life, I have such a good life, and that doesn't mean that there's not hard moments or tense moments or challenging moments or stressful moments, but it means that I no longer let those moments, like, win, and also with that being said of being in deep gratitude for this life and realizing how good life is, I almost feel like I'm not present for it a lot. And just in the sense of presence is definitely something that I'm always working more on. And when I say I don't feel like I'm present enough, I even mean that I fall into the trap more within the past couple weeks I've found. Um, I fall into this trap of always like the next thing or like always worried about, oh, but you know, even if it's something about like worrying about what we're going to make for dinner or like all of these things, it's so silly. It really is so silly. I am someone who's a little bit of a workaholic, and that is something that is big for me this year. In my 29th year, I am setting up some systems, some structure, and more of a schedule to really support my divine feminine, to support support the flow in not only my business, but also my personal life. Um being with my management team now, having my managers, the agency, that is huge for me. Um, Hiring someone else on my team to be more hands-on with me in my schedule and my work and my emails and the business stuff and really just having someone be more hands-on is going to be so beneficial. I know so deeply and I am just so excited. I'm so excited for this year. I feel as if I woke up today with not only so much gratitude, like I keep saying, but also just so much clarity. So much clarity. And I think the best thing, my proudest moment of 28, you guys, was birth. I had Lila. And birth to this day is still one of the most spiritual experiences that I've ever had. And the best thing that I've ever did. If I could go back and do it again and again and again, I would love to. I would love to. And I feel so deeply... This morning I woke up at four and I just was like kind of meditating and, you know, kind of just soaking it all in before I pack up and start heading back. And I just feel so deeply that... Lila is for sure one of my soulmates in this life and remembering that your soulmates are not just romantic partners you have soulmate jobs you have soulmate friendships you have soulmate pets like you have soulmate family remembers um and to feel and know so deeply that that experience together was so much part of both of our paths it was so part of our paths and to reflect on what my body did and what I created and what I accomplished is so beautiful. And just being in awe of being a woman, that is how I feel. I feel deep gratitude for being a woman. I feel deep gratitude for seeing what my body was capable of. And I feel deep gratitude for my body being able to hold a baby and create that baby and to birth that baby. I am just so grateful and, you know, really thinking about now going into 29 about, like, what do I want? What feels true? Like, what is my inner goddess, like, guiding me to do and focus on? And right now, the thing that kept coming through the most and kind of has over the past, um, I would say, the beginning of yawn. I still have had no coffee. It's very early where they have not even put the coffee out yet. So, <laughs> um, and surprisingly, for paying $700 a night for a room, you can't get a coffee delivered to your room. It's, I know, wild. Jaw on the floor, crazy. So, really looking at what has been feeling true, what has been feeling like needing to come through, needing to, like just feeling called to do, right? And going back to what I said about more systems and more like structure and schedule and really having this like support, right? And knowing that, knowing that to be true for sure. And just getting the details of what that looks like. And I think what that looks like for me is, again, like leaning into my management and my agency more. Hiring someone who is very hands-on in like an assistant role of just being more hands-on. Someone who really can support me in being a little bit hands (laughs) like pulling my hands back a tiny bit and just focusing on the creating aspect focusing on the creative part the part that I love so so much um, and really getting to feel supported in that the other huge thing that I was feeling into was focusing on my human design more Focusing on my human design more and knowing that that is such a beautiful way to support my energy and support my heart and really looking at my human design as a beautiful like map of how to love and support myself the same way our astrology natal chart is a very beautiful way to love and support our soul and our kind of natural way of being and with human design it really is like supporting our energy so if you're new to human design um Erin Erin Claire I think on Instagram let me look because I want to get this correct because I love following her. Erin. Yep. Erin Claire Jones. Erin Claire Jones. Maybe I'll have her on the podcast. And we can talk about human design, but if you are new, I would just go look at her page. Um, my.human design also by Jenna Zoe is really great. I have her app, and if you are new to human design, I think her app is amazing and it's like five dollars a month, and it does your whole chart, it reads every section to you and gives you so much clarity and insight. Um, Aaron also, Erin Claire Jones, does the like, kind of reports, so I think it's, like, a couple hundred dollars, and she writes up a full report about your human design, but remembering that with astrology, with human design, with enneagrams, with gene keys, whatever it may be, these things, like, I think a lot of people get overwhelmed by them, and they get overwhelmed by them because they're just reading what a million pages are posting about them instead of truly diving into, like, learning them and studying them and it really is just choosing to learn and study like what feels good to you like what feels most true for you and knowing that there's no wrong way of learning it there's no wrong way of like even looking it up google is free for a reason so i've given you two resources for human design and you can go look them up again the human design um, app that jenna zoe created it's my human design um, my HD is really amazing. I was going through Lila's human design, James' human design, and um, it's really beautiful. So I am a projector in human design, so I don't create my own energy. Um, and I am surrounded by people who do create a lot of energy. Lila is an MG and I think James is also an MG, um, a manifesting generator. So those don't mean that I think a lot of people hear those. So the five types, uh, in human design is reflector, projector, manifesting generator, generator. Oh, maybe there's four. Yes. I think there's only four. I think that is correct. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that I'm not. So I just think it is so just so beautiful this time that I am like really soaking in and leaning into of just feeling really safe to be myself and feeling very supported in my expansion And my expansion of work, my expansion of love, my expansion of feeling like I am going to go through a even more and like next level spiritual awakening and a deeper connection to the divine feminine, a deeper connection to myself, and just feeling really grounded and connected to my life, truly. So... I am just so excited for what this year is going to bring. I am so 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 excited. But I hope you guys enjoyed this little reflection with me. I think I am going to do a 29 things. that are 28 things that I learned in 28 years. Or maybe I'm going to do, you know, something like that. Whatever it is, 29, 28. I never know. I'm like am I supposed to do 29 year? Oh, anyhow. I think I'm going to do a what my early 20s Tommy video I think that would cover it more but I love you guys so deeply do not forget to follow our spiritual hot mom shit Instagram do not forget to subscribe to this podcast and I will talk to you guys so so soon I will have a link down below and I will see you guys for Monday's new episode I love you I love you I love you